Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Renegade Blitz. Follow us on Twitter at Renegade Blitz, at rblitzpod, and at Blitz Videos. And subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. Welcome back to the Renegade Blitz. I'm Tyler Polk with Chris Ward and Brandon Walker. Week two. What a week it was. 23-18 victory over the Las Vegas Raiders for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And a lot to come out of this game. I think that after after getting torched early by Devontae Adams and still in the grand scheme of things getting torched with it, thought the defense played very well. But the big story is Kenny Pickett finally, finally threw two touchdowns in a game. Finally. It took that long. Now, I'm interested to get you guys' takes on this game because you said in the group chats that this game was mid. Yeah, I mean that's what I thought the first time watching it, and um, you know, I kind of you know thinking more about it. Like I thought, you know, Kenny Pickett, he did, he, you know, he looked way a lot more confident than he did in the the, pre, the two previous games. You know, I I like what the Steelers where Matt Canada did with it, like you know, getting him rolled out and stuff. You know, play action. They they got to start doing more play action like they did on 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 Sunday night. So I, I thought Matt Canada did good, but it was still like man, they're still having the slow starts. Um, you know, they did kind of, you know, fade away there at the end, which kind of looked like, you know, they weren't getting first downs mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter until, the you know, the very end, which kind of you know, let the Raiders come back and everything. But, um, you know, I, I like the way they ran the ball. They had over 100 yards rushing. Uh, they're getting pickings, uh, you know, diversifying his routes, you know, some some more, you know, over the middle. Uh, the Calvin Austin play was, was was great. You know, they have two 70-plus yard touchdowns this year with pickings having one last week and then now Austin. So, uh, you know, offensive line is still a work in progress. Uh, it, you know, they're getting there, but you know, I, I, I want to kind of hold, you know, they scored two touchdowns still, and it was against the Raiders, and the Raiders are, are an abysmal team right now. They're, you know, we'll get more on, on that later, but they're not a very well-coached football team at all. But, uh, hey, I, I'll, I'll take the win, though. Yeah, I'll take the win, too, but, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty low bar to start. Because playing the Raiders, they got one person worth it crap. And then even though Canada had played a better game, it still wasn't good enough. You could have killed. They should have killed. Like you knew who you had in the middle of the Raiders' defense. And you couldn't take advantage of it. Uh, there's a lot to say about that, but in, in terms with it, the one thing that I that I that I stress about the Steelers over the last few years, and it was something that when they were at their absolute best, which was beating the bad teams. Yes, the Raiders are a bad team. I think it's 
I think it's in terms of it the worst football ran franchise in the league. Yeah, they were the worst coach team. <laughs> the worst, Before, yeah. Dude, hey, this guy lost to Jeff Saturday. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Yeah, I, I, if you guys want to get right into, like, I mean, I don't know how you don't, you don't, you don't go for it there. Uh, like, you're, you're still gonna, like, if you don't get stopped, you still have to, you know, make a stop on defense anyway. You're, you're gonna have your offense who hasn't been really doing that much all game. He'll grapple it through two interceptions. You know, be at, at that at that point, you you think he's gonna drive again against that against the Steelers defense? No. Yeah, that was a weird a weird thing. Even whenever initially he took the field goal, and then the Steelers gave up a leverage penalty, which I think in a weird way kind of worked out because they took another minute off the clock for Las Vegas just to do the exact same thing and kick a field goal. Yeah, I, I've I've always, I mean, I don't care about anything. I know that a lot a lot of Steelers fans were upset with, you know, the Steelers not not going for more points at the end of the half. But I think that's more egregious in that situation. Yeah, Colin knows what he's dealing with when that that offense like they're not gonna yeah. with two timeouts or whatever you know thirty eight seconds or whatever was left. Everyone loves the the old quote, we do not live in our fears. <laughs> but he always well, thinks uh, do it though, don't he? Yeah, but let but let's look at it with this team. Do you want to trust? Do you want to trust it? I mean, let's uh, to be fair, it was a good game for Kenny Pickett, but as Chris did mention in the group chat, and he almost gave up a relatively like a layup pick six yeah, to Marcus yeah. Peters. That could have been the difference too in the game if um, Peters made that play. How he didn't make that play, I don't know. But yeah, they, that's what I mean. They started really slow, and then like they got things going. Uh, you know, the, yeah, because they went three and out on their first two drives, and then they were facing the third third down, and that's when uh, he hit Austin for that seventy-two yard touchdown. Um, and then the the drive where he when he had the, the where he capped it off with hitting Fryermuth for the thirteen yard touchdown. That was a really good drive. That was a play calling. That, that, that was right after the Peterson interception, where Garoppolo made a terrible decision there. But uh, that that was an excellent drive, I thought. Yeah, that that was the preseason Steelers coming to the forefront. There, that was that was what you hoped for out of this team. I said it. I said it at the beginning of the season in training camp and all that stuff. It's okay. It's okay if this defense, this offense, is basically just relaying at at the absolute best a 2010 offense, and at the absolute worst, a 2005 offense. It's fine if they do this. If they can execute, that's all that matters. Because when you look at when I see this team, I see, well, hopefully they they you wanted Najee Harris to have an explosion, and I just don't know what, if that's going to happen. Much like his fellow uh, University of Alabama running back, you, you wanted this team that at the very least, if they're going to do things that are considered old school, can they do them well? That was what we hope that we could see out of the Steelers' offense over the course of the season. 
Yeah, that's what you want to see, but still, twenty three. You, you still need to score at least twenty five to twenty seven. Like, I hopefully Deontay Johnson coming back helps. And I'm sorry, you you gotta get you gotta bench one of them. I don't care which one you bench, which one of the tackles you bench. You gotta bench one of them and put the kid in. I'm getting t- tired of that. Yeah, Trukes didn't look good. Uh, you know, Dan Moore hasn't looked good this season either. But Trukes really struggled. On Sunday night, the offense, like, offense like, overall, just been I don't know what's this, what's going on with them. They they've not been good. <laughs> um, because yeah, okay, uh, Chris, uh, we talked about it like before the last me and Ty at the last podcast. I'm gonna ask you a few questions if you don't mind. Yeah, sure, go ahead. Uh, would you? Are you good with Mason Cole at center right now? Uh, he's. I, I thought when they picked him up in free agency, I, I thought he he's an, he's an okay player, but I don't think he's definitely not to the standards of the elite centers that the Steelers have had throughout their history. He so so you want a Pouncey too? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Would you pick up Najee Harris's fifth year option? Oh no. <laughs> that, uh, I don't mean to laugh, but like I I, I don't think. He's he's made some nice runs this year. I think you know some explosive runs, but he just doesn't have that second gear really. Like like a, even a general, I, I think General Warren's better to be honest. I I, yeah. I, 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 uh, I've I've come to that conclusion. You know nothing. You know nothing against Najee Harris. You know I think he's, you know a good player. So I I he looks slow out there though. I, yeah, I like he, like do you guys agree or am I? Yeah, he looks slow. <laughs> he doesn't hit the holes. He thinks he's Le'Veon Bell. You know he's. You know, Chris, I was reading the Twitter. He was on. You know what? And what happened? They're, they're starting to compare him. Oh, Trent Richardson? They're starting to. Uh, he, he's, he, I'll just say this. He's starting to wear the black hat. He's He, uh, he has the black hat right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, man. People were ripping on on Twitter. Like, I know I tweeted. I was like, you know, man, he, he, Najee looks slow. Like, I, I don't know. I was like, man, d- but yeah. don't disrespect him. But I'm like, bro. Don't I will say him. one thing about this. Trent Richardson had a way better offensive line throughout his entire time as a Brown. And he's and, and Najee has uh like like had more. Accomplishments throughout at, through this point of his career. Yeah, he's all he's already better than like Trent Richardson. Yeah, he's. I'm like, you can't call him that. And Trent, I'm like, Trent Richardson is by far the worst running back Alabama has ever had. I thought he was going to be good too. I was that that was one. Thing that that's was. a that's a really proud running back university when you think of it, because they had Sean Alexander back then. Granted, that wasn't the heyday of Alabama now, and that's where we really dump on Trent Richardson. But when you really look at, at some of the running backs Alabama's had, it, it hasn't necessarily been good for a team that, especially when I think of prime Alabama, was more accustomed to running the ball than anything else. Yo, hold up. Who, 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 who do we have? Rashi? Lacey? He ate himself out. Oh, of the yeah, no, yeah, he's better than AD. No, no, AD Lacey had a Yeldon? Yeah, he was more of a backup, though. Yeah, he was a backup. 
He's more I, I mean, backup. They're just doing it by committee. You don't really think of it, but the the best running back from Alabama, at least in the last, we're going to say in the last decade plus three years, is, of course, Derrick Henry. Derek but the second best, you, you can argue, was a guy that didn't even finish his career at Alabama, and that's Alvin Kamara. No, uh, Mark Ingram had a nice career. Mark Ingram, I forgot about Mark Ingram. He's, and I'm looking at an NCAA football case with him on the cover right now. So yeah, that was yeah, he carved out a nice career. I think I think people wanted a little bit better. Yeah, but he me. Yeah, but he, oh, we're getting we're getting too much into into turn into the Alabama. Let's get back. Let's let's get back. Let's yeah. Get back. Yeah, yeah, we're we're, we're gonna. Get I think I think that I think that Levi Wallace was hearing me and my buddy text about him and said, "I, I hear you guys talking crap. Let me go get." Yeah, these- he, he he did that to uh, you know I was tweeting it too, and like everybody on Twitter, um, you know, he made some nice plays. You know, I think he had four passes defended also. Um, you know, yeah. the, the last interception was like Raffle just threw that up there, but I mean. Still, I mean, he had, he had a good game. I mean, he still, you know, he gave up a ton of yards, I think. I saw uh, uh, the stat to, you know, Devontae Adams, which is he was, you know, Peterson was struggling against him also. Yeah. Do, you, do you think he's washed? I, I haven't been too impressed so far. But I mean, I don't want to say, like, wash is, you know, you know pretty I – mean, I, I don't think – I'll say his, his, his best years are behind him. I oh, say. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I'll say this. Oh, let me. You finish first, and then I'll. Then I'll. Uh, I was just saying that that touchdown, that fourth and inches play where they did the play action. Like I, I think I, I saw that someone said that Peterson was supposed to be back there, and so and like he just, you know, completely misplayed the ball and stuff. Uh, but I mean, that, that that was a good call by the Raiders there. But yeah, what, what are you gonna say, Ty? I'll say this is someone that took an interest in watching him, uh, trying to watch the Cardinals just to see, see him. He, he's a, he's an all-around great corner at, in his prime, but he was always uh, one for trying to make the uh, splashy play, and that kind of got him in trouble. I say he's for what he's, he's good doing, enough I, for what what I expected. I I, w- I wish that this was. You always heard the rumor about Patrick Peterson. To Pittsburgh, you, you just really wish that this was something five years earlier. Yeah, like well, when he was in his prime, yeah, he'd be in his prime, and nobody's going to get rid of a twenty-eight-year-old corner. But anyway, I think he—I don't even say, two years ago. All right, two years ago. All right, I think he could contribute. I mean, he's a—he's not here to be the man. We all know who should be the man and who, who I think is going to be the man at the cornerback position by the end of the year. I think you already know PZ's team is uh it's going to be PZ's uh cornerback room. Yeah, that, that, that's what I want to see. I want to see him on the field. I know they're slowly getting him in there and everything. You know, I guess like dying practices he comes in, but he he uh, played about forty uh, something snaps on uh. Yeah, yeah, he played more yeah, uh, on Sunday. Uh, he gave right, a so, cat, one catch, but, you know. But, you know, just, like, just let him get into it. When Wallace was struggling, <laughs> I was like, I wanted to see Poor out there right away. 
<laughs> yeah. We gotta get Peasy's code. Peasy's code. Peasy's code. I mean, I think that it was it was a situation. It's like, well, well what did you want him to do in in that situation? Did you want him to go one on one against Devontae Adams? I think Adams still gets his his regardless. Yeah, you just was, wanted to limit it. I probably was yeah, asking that's for a lot. Fine, but he, just, he blew him off the line. Like like it wasn't like he yeah. was expecting help over the top. But I don't know. It, he could have played it better. But I mean, it is Devontae Adams still. I think I was th- like those two long runs last the, the the two previous games. I think I was still stuck in my head too. Uh, with Levi Wallace not playing those well. I mean, you want you want you want that's the one time that you expect your corner to be in run support. You you normally don't ask for your cornerback to be the last one all all on the edge. You don't ideally want a linebacker. Heck, you'd even take a safety coming in there and doing something like that, but. That's typically just bad news, and I think we would have been fine with it if it was Chubb. The fact that it was uh, uh, Jerome Ford? Yeah. Yeah, Jerome Ford. Yeah. Jerome Ford. I want to make sure I get his name correct. Even if it was Kareem Hunt, if he was still on the team, you would have probably been like, well, that's a tough play for any corner to make, especially one that's expected to be like kind of really your, your second corner, just a guy out there, but yeah, but guys make tackles. Just the guys will make the basic tackle. Agree. I mean, when you think about it, the Steelers just replace guys with guys. Did they hey, really get that much better? And Cole Holcomb had a, good, a pretty good game on Sunday. Come, yeah, come, nice come, get there on Adams. Come on, bro. Like, you'll, you'll put it like. It couldn't yeah. get much worse. <laughs> and, we're not, and I'm not trying to go on the middle linebacker tangent, please. I'm trying to at least. Well, you don't, you you don't tip have to every up, week with this. this. Is that huh? their, their, their pass rush has been unbelievable? They lead the oh, league yeah. in sacks. I mean, obviously, TJ Watts. That's like, expected. You know, on another level right now, he's like on pace for 34 sacks, which would. Completely shatter his uh, the single season record that he tied in 2021 with the 22 and a half sacks. But but I like, I've been impressed with uh, Ben. He's looked really good. Um, uh, you know Highsmith. Uh, he had a great game in week two. He was the AFC Defense Player of the Week. But um, that, that yeah, like you said, Ty. That's expect. Like that's only that's been the Steelers' calling card for the last couple of years. Like they're always going to get sacks. They're going to get out the quarterback. Calling card for years. That's been it since we since basically. Yeah. We've been alive. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, a little bit different for Brandon because they were still just rushing four. But, yeah. but uh, since they've been uh, three, four. Under, under, the, uh, let's put it, under the, the, the T.J. Watt era, like, you know, where, you know, he's getting so many sacks and, like, you know, because they had a streak there for, like, they're, like, 75 straight games of the NFL record. They had at least one sack. So, um, but, yeah, you know, I, I just, uh, I like, I put, like, I think Phil Pony was putting – Something on Twitter about how like this, you know, TJ Watts, you know, like all world and stuff. And yeah, I think I put something like, you know, if they didn't have TJ Watt, you can make the argument that they would have been zero <laughs> three right now. They would be. They would they easily. Would. I mean, look, look at the plays he made. Like he forced that interception. Uh, you know, two sat. You know, again on Garoppolo that Wallace one. He forced that. Um, you know, obviously what he did against Cleveland. Um, 
So yeah, yeah, he's 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 playing on fire right now. And, well, well, yeah, you know that brings me that Minka Fitzpatrick uh, rough that was bad on Garoppolo. That just shows the NFL just like I don't know, like they wanted to keep a close game or something, but man, that that was a brutal call. It's a it's like the referees are just <laughs> not. I mean, it's just the referee it is because it used to be. It's like the crazy part about that. I don't know. It's just no. But how do you feel about Mike Thomas press conference? He was a little bit. He was getting a little bit spicy uh, today. Yeah, press conference. I, I was reading. I was reading the, like, at, on at work. I was reading on Twitter. I was like, man, he's getting tested, saying he does these repetitive questions and stuff, and. No, he said he didn't mean it by uh, saying that uh, you know the offense need to get their mojo back. But I, I don't, I don't know. What do you guys think? I like because I mean the offense was brutal the first two weeks. So I, like, I don't. You're just yeah. expecting. You're you're just expecting the league average right now. From from what this team was to begin the season, league average is a massive improvement. Now you're hoping that. These things continue against Houston, who, by the way, since the last time me and uh, Brandon uh, effectively kind of dog walked that franchise, they're much better. They are. They beat yeah, Jacksonville 37 to 7. Yeah. Thomas has been a bad mood, too, because he was, they had that, uh, they were stuck in Kansas City because their flight uh, was having issues for like, what, over eight hours or whatever. So he could have been a little kind of bad move. He probably, he probably didn't have much sleep, you know. So he's just gonna yeah, Tomlin was a little. Uh, <laughs> to, Tomlin was a little to, Tomliny. <laughs> far as I, far as I concerned, I everyone was testy. There was a video of uh, one of the local reporters trying to talk to the Steelers, and they were just they were oh, just I did, I respectfully did no. Yeah. I was surprised they even did that. Like I was like. I mean, I know it's their job, but like, still, that's like no one wants to talk after being the, you know, a flight. No, he was like, he was like, he was saying BS in the press conference. I'm like, yeah, wow. I'm like, what's going on with this guy? This guy's like, I'm like, <laughs> I, 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 I love this talk, pause. But, wow. Eddie, but let's talk about said Texans right now because. Keep talking about them. How do you think they? How do you think they're only a three-point underdog? I think they're the biggest surprise this year. So, like, I mean, a lot of people are saying how bad they're going to be, and um, Stroud has looked unbelievable from what I've been reading. I, I haven't got a chance. Yeah. Well, yeah, but um, like you look at the receivers, like this Nico Collins and this Tank Dow, uh, Tank Dow. Like, well, I never really heard of these guys. Like, but they're like going off right now. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of good things going out there in Houston with them. Of course, they got Will Anderson out there defensively. Yeah, D'Amico Ryan's, Ryan's, who man, he, he was around. He was around whenever I was like in middle school. This is insane to see that he's a head coach now. Yeah, he's he's a star. He's a Texans legend. Like he was, before T.J. Watt and Mario Williams, he was the guy. I guess uh, Kendrick Green's expected to start at guard, too, I saw. Uh, apparently, um, since if T.J. Watt, I mean, if C.J. Stroud is 
over all these yards. He's obviously not doing that bad if he starts. Yeah, he's been doing. Yeah, he's been doing. He started the last two games. Um, getting better. Uh, I actually so, defended the Steelers' offensive line uh, a few weeks ago with the PFF grades. So yeah. good to see that Kendrick's doing well. Uh, former, been, Steelers, like, former Steelers quarterback he, Steven Nelson's on the Texans also. Oh lord, Derek, he's still Derek in the Stingley. league. Yeah. Derek Stingley's in there. Top, top yeah. three pick. Yeah, he's on IR IR right now though. Oh, snap. Oh. Even Nelson. Got a few players on that team. I think I think they could be a six seven one team. You know what? Uh, that that's that's good. That's stretching it. But AFC South is like the weakest division in the league right now, so. People are they putting could, the AFC could, North in that they conversation. Could, they, could do it. they could make a move. They could make a move. It wouldn't It wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility if they pull things together and uh, make a run at this thing. Yeah, don't sleep on Houston right now. I'm putting this. Oh, yeah. I think I think if we're there's one thing that we put put on with Houston. This I'm gonna say this. This is the close closest to a this season, at least at this point. I'd say that a loss here would be in Tomlin's special territory, though. Oh yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. This would probably be the closest to it. If you wanted to be the, the negative yeah. Nancy uh, type of person, do you think this the Texans team's better? Uh, they're better than the Raiders, though. I, I think though they're think. much better. They're they're eh, they're, they're better. Coach. They got young talent. There's a difference between it. There's young talent that you you think that in uh, a year from now, two years from now, that you think that that Houston could be on their way to. Competing for a playoff spot, maybe the AFC South. They they're, they're might be better. like this is a they're weak getting... division. They might be able to do it this year. Yeah. If if, uh, if they're getting you. better, better quarterback play now, right? Uh, than Garoppolo, yeah. I think Stroud. You know, he's obviously a rookie, but uh, I'm not. I wasn't impressed with Jimmy Garoppolo though. Who would you take right now? Stroud, next five years, Stroud or Pickett? Stroud. <laughs> wow. Stroud. Yeah. Stroud. <laughs> I mean, didn't hesitate. I, I like what Pickett did last week, but if he, he's gonna need to do, he's gonna need to have at least probably three, three more games, preferably in a row, just like that. Boy, a little bit better, like you know, not Stroud, Stroud not giving away an obvious pick six. Stroud has two touchdowns already in two games, or like like two two touchdowns in in two separate games already. Yeah, four, that was the so, first time in his career that he had two touchdown passes. Yeah, that's so his that was game sixteen for him. Stroud did it in his second career game. That's bad. <laughs> that's pretty bad. A lot of fingers to blame for that. Pick it included. But there, there's a lot of things that could blame for that situation that we can't really get into. But in, in case, let, let's let's see. Early predictions for you guys. Well, well, we're recording this on a Tuesday night. So 
hopefully this will be in before the game. It's going to be in before the game. But um, what is your predictions for this game, at least? I was going to Steelers the first time this year. I'll pick them to win. I think um, I just can't see them losing to Houston. I like, I like, like I think Stroud. Like I like what Stroud's done, but I think it'll be close. I I will say the Steelers went by a field goal, but I I just looking ahead of the Steelers schedule. Like they they have to win. If they lose this game, I think they're in trouble. Like, I mean it's still early, but like this is a game early in the year. Like like they marked on the schedule. Like they got this is a young Houston team. I think Tomlin and you know the Steelers experience. Like probably T.J. Watt will get like a strip sack at the end or something. Like some you know a big play there. But uh, I'll, I'll say the Steelers win. 23 to 20. Okay. Uh, my turn, I guess. I will say the Steelers win by a touchdown. I say about something on the realms of. I, I'm, I'll just give I, maximum I'm giving the Steelers is 24 points until they get until otherwise. So I'll say 24-17. Jalen Warren will get 100 yards. That's my bold prediction. How about that? I'm going to say that this is a – I'll let you finish. Oh, no, I'm done. All right. I'd say that with this game, I think the Steelers win by 10. It's not a comfortable 10, but it's by 10 at least. I'm going to say 27-17, they, they get a defensive touchdown. Okay. 30, 40%, time, 40% chance this is going to be a Thomas special. Though. <laughs> I, this has the potential. This is probably the game that I look at with the Steelers. If I take a quick glance... After their schedule, this is probably the closest game to a Tomlin special because I'll never, I'll never give a Tomlin special to a Jacksonville Jaguars team because I've been in the building to see this team suddenly come out of nowhere and do things. So I'll never give that to them. One could argue with the Colts that would be another one, but at, at this moment, mm-hmm. at, at this moment, I, I look around at this schedule, I see this is the this is the best possible Tomlin special game until further notice. Yeah, because Arizona, they upset uh, Dallas. Um, Even with Josh Dobbs, that's not a Tomlin special. Yeah, so like... Uh, uh, That game will be at home, though. Yeah, and who knows what the records will be then, but... No, what be at home? Yeah, it's at home. No, that's a home game. That is. Yeah, because they play the... the, uh, the the revenge the, the revenge game in week seventeen is in Seattle, correct? Yeah, yeah. And we will have Michael Sean Dugar or somebody from Seattle guaranteed, correct? Uh, Ty. That will make it happen because I gotta ask him straight up. Why did you have me believing in a Kello Witherspoon? <laughs> why? <laughs> why? <I'll- laughs> I was gonna pick. I was gonna pick the uh, the Texans here because I think like how the Steelers, you know, like I thought they're I I thought they're gonna lose to the Raiders because the short week coming off that Monday night game. But 
Um, you know, now then they have the plane issue, but like Tom says, that's not going to be an issue. I don't, I, I don't think that. I don't think that because they do a practice and walk through any. They don't really practice on Mondays yeah. anyhow. Uh, yeah, I was so more get filming, yeah. go home and do whatever. Monday is more like a treatment day. Really, yeah. really the the work week for for a professional football player at least. It at least starts Wednesday. For everyone else, it's Wednesday. The quarterbacks might be in Tuesday, you know, but for for everyone, there's a drop dead day. It's typically Wednesday. I'm not worried about that. I'm not gonna even preface that as a thought yeah. with this team. That shouldn't be an issue. If that if this is in London, that's a different thing. Yeah. That messes up that that's that's across the pond. That messes up the next week but typically i'm pretty sure after if you have a london game you get a bye week anyway or you get a home game one or the other yeah so i'm not i'm not really gonna be putting more to that making a molehill out of that making a mountain out of a molehill rather but yeah so that's it so at least we we have we have a lot of confidence in the Steelers going up against the Texans. That's coming up this Sunday in Houston, a one PM start. And and being that that's in the middle of the country, that's actually that game starts at eleven in Texas. Wow, <laughs> that's an early game. So at least we have a few uh, a few hours ahead. So that's going to be normal for us. But yeah. 11 a.m. in Houston, so have fun with that. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers and Houston Texans. Should be a fun one with this. That's all for us. Chris Ward, Brandon Walker, I'm Tyler Polk. You've been listening to the Renegade Blitz. Thank you for listening to the Renegade Blitz podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Renegade Blitz, at our Blitz pod, and at Blitz videos. And subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. The Renegade Blitz podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, and wherever else you can listen to podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.